I'm Greg Berard, and welcome to my podcast on living a full life. It's become my mission to live an amazing life, to be the best version of myself that I can be, and to inspire others to be the best versions of themselves, and to create the lives that they want to live. This podcast is a narrative of my own personal journey, along with rich and meaningful conversations with truly successful people, exploring how to build great wealth while maintaining balance for family, love, health, parenting, purpose, and passion. So please join me. Let's take this journey together to uncover what it really means to live a full life. For far too long, I've lived ever so nicely right in the middle of my comfort zone. And I'm beginning to realize that I just don't think it's a place I care to live in anymore. Visit? Yeah, sure, why not? But make it my permanent dwelling? No. In fact, I think comfort zone, just the words itself, it's just too comfortable of a phrase. I think I'm going to rename it. I'm thinking maybe the unsuccessful zone. Or how about the lazy zone? Or useless zone? Or how about the complacent, boring, dull, where nothing of importance is ever achieved zone? Look, don't get me wrong. I love the feeling of comfort. It's warm and cozy, like snuggling up in an impossibly soft blanket next to a warm fire gently crackling while Marvin Gaye plays softly in the background. But it's not real. It's the matrix telling me that I'm eating a filet mignon because nothing of real value has ever happened to me while living in my comfort zone. In fact, every great transformative experience that I can think of has occurred after doing something hard and having the courage to live in my danger zone. Or maybe I should call it the the baller zone, the creative zone, the artist zone, the hero's journey zone, or how about the get after it and build the damn great life you want zone. When somebody is quote unquote in the zone, we marvel at the awesomeness of their creation or their personal feat. When Kobe Bryant played his last game, even if you're not a fan, you had to admit you were watching and witnessing one of the greatest athletes of all time push himself beyond what most of us thought he was capable of at the end of his career, scoring a whopping 60 points and dominating the game as if he were the only person on the court. Even the opposing team seemed to like stop and watch and marvel at this superhero of a man deeply in the zone of his excellence. Kobe was a man that never lived in his comfort zone. He worked harder and more purposefully than just about any other player, and it showed up every day in the magic he created on the court. In my own life, I can think of dozens of stories, obviously not quite as glamorous as Kobe's, but just as meaningful to me. When I was 14, I watched my first musical in high school. It was West Side Story. I had never seen a musical before, and a couple of the friends of mine were playing lowly background characters, so I went to support them. I had so much fun. I came back for every single performance. At that moment as a freshman, I I knew I had to perform in at least one musical before I left high school. I knew I would never get another chance. By senior year, I still hadn't done it. and I knew it was now or never. I was terrified, but when the auditions came up, I went. And then I held my breath as I looked on the cast sheet for my name. And for some ridiculously bizarre reason, I landed the lead. If you thought I was afraid before the audition, I can't even possibly describe the terror at the thought of singing in front of the entire school. In fact, I was so afraid, I somehow managed to make it through the entire rehearsal process without ever singing. Not once. I knew the words and I knew the tunes, but I made up every excuse imaginable to avoid the singing. A week before the opening night, the music director took me aside and privately tutored me on the music. First, I sang in his class. Then I sang in the car and then I sang in the shower. I sang best just about everywhere. I worked myself through those fears, and by opening night, my castmates and the audience were thrilled by my performance. I personally was exhilarated. I was flying. 
I was enjoying an experience that I still have trouble fully describing today. There were other people in the audience, successful actors and writers and producers, all of whom suggested I had a very promising career on Broadway. I never did end up pursuing that career, but to this day, performing in that musical was one of the most special moments of my young life, and it was only possible because I was incredibly uncomfortable, and I pushed through it to reveal just a tiny glimpse of my true potential. When I was in my early 20s, I became infatuated with a beautiful European girl, and I just had to see where it could go. I knew it could be a total disaster, but I put my heart out there and I moved to Europe. The relationship didn't last, but I stayed in Europe. I learned a new language. I created amazing friendships, traveled to many different countries, and I gave myself tools that I would use for the rest of my life, such as being able to strike up a conversation with a complete stranger, having empathy for people speaking another language, and helping others feel comfortable in strange and complex situations. These are just two tiny examples of many experiences, but when I think back to all the best times in my life, they all came after doing something uncomfortable. Asking my wife to marry me, planning a wedding, well, that's an understated uncomfortable process, welcoming her family into my own, starting a family, raising children. What could be more uncomfortable than taking on such an enormous commitment as raising young kids? I mean, I'm certainly underqualified at best, and I'm still working out at how to be a happy contributing adult. Starting a business, creating a new creative endeavors. The fact is that every single time I put myself through an uncomfortable situation, I grow. I learn best when I'm challenged, and I thrive when I am not comfortable, when I'm not bored. And these are muscles that can grow with practice, but they are also muscles that will atrophy without use. Look, I love to Netflix and chill every once in a while, but I promise you that my favorite authors are not spending their days and nights Netflixing and chilling. They're writing. The working actors and actresses that I admire are not waiting for their big breaks. They are uncomfortably going to workshops and auditions and events to create their big break. Those entrepreneurs that are building successful companies are not the ones sitting on the couch lamenting over that big idea that they once had that somebody else successfully launched. The people that I admire the most, the ones that are living their full lives, that grow into their true potential, are the ones that have the vision and the courage to put themselves into their danger zone and figure out how to navigate those uncomfortable moments. And when these individuals come out of the other side, they are changed people and have literally shifted the world in a tangible way. To slay the dragon, you have to go where the dragon lives. And that means getting out of the comfort zone. It has become my mission to live a great life, a full life. And I know that this means that I have to build those discomfort muscles. And I have to be willing to go where transformation actually happens. The comfort zone is not just a shamefully cushy term. It's a dangerous one. So I'm going to call it what it really is, the dead zone, the unfulfilled zone, the regret zone. And I'm going to do my damnedest to stay as far away from it as possible. A beautiful life, a full life happens when one has the courage to live it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and would like to help support it, the best way to do so is to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only do I read every one of them, but Leaving a review will hopefully help increase the visibility of the podcast, which means that it will help reach other listeners that are also trying to discover what it means to live a full life. Additionally, part of the reason for creating the podcast was to start a conversation with others around the world. So if you'd like to connect, please visit me at gregberard.com. That's G-R-E-G-B-E-R-A-R-D.com and sign up for my newsletter. Not only will you be up to date on the latest podcasts and guests, 
but you'll also receive my personal blog, shared resources, and other media that I plan on releasing over time. The email you receive will also come from my personal email address, so I'm happy to have a dialogue personally by responding directly. Lastly, I'd love to connect with you on Twitter and Instagram, and all of my social handles are available on my website, gregberard.com. Thanks for listening.